When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is John Cena Sr., and you're listening to Twat Magic on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Bitch, pound it and drown the kids. With the wrist lit, listen to the sound of piss. The piss listener. I'm quick to stick fists enough. I build bricks and sticks to kill Nicola. Still ripping your knickers, the real blister. We're giving your meal tickets to visit the still dicking ya. And I'm a dickhead certified. Dirty dice turning life into pimp sex world at night. Your pussy looking like a bacon and cheese wrap. I'm making a bean clap, naked to please that. Terminator penetrator till your knees snap. Feed that a meat stack of beef, kill the bean back. Is that too much? Return of the twat, 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 return No? Wow. Yeah, you're just gonna no sell me on that one? Alright. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was a little too hard, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I go sometimes sometimes I get a little too excited listening to death metal and you know, oh, wow. it just kinda goes for me. Yes, this is Twat Magic. I am your host, Troy. With me as always, Lisa's here. Lisa, how you doing this week? I'm okay. How are you? Oh, I'm 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 alive. Can't believe it's only fucking Wednesday. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun here. Um, we <laughs> we had uh, our fourth winter uh, as we got <laughs> got snow yesterday and then uh, then again a little bit today. Keep that shit there, man. Keep the shit there. It was like fifty four degrees today here. Keep it. Keep it that shit where it is. It always happens. Um, it, it, this this is what always happens in Wisconsin. We always get that one final fucking like f you from Mother Nature around around mid March, where it's just like, oh, you enjoying those fucking fifty degree days? Well, fucking eat some snow, bitch. Uh, so yeah, that has been a lot of fun. Although it is it is hilarious now that uh, now that this is like probably the last snowfall uh, of the season, uh, my dog suddenly realized that like eating snow is fun. And so she has just decided to like start walking along the walks and just yeah. and just and it's it's really funny to watch. So she's going to be a little disappointed when there's no more snow that comes. But yeah, you know, it is what it is. Well, we had a really bad windstorm like two or three weeks ago that literally blew my fence down across like across the yard, mm. and there was like three sections of my my wooden fence and. It was you could go directly into my neighbor's yard, so we couldn't let the dog out um, on his own because he would go into our neighbor's yard, and we so we were taking him out on the leash. And my husband is amazing. He pulled out all the old posts and dug out the concrete and and put the new posts up. And I came home yesterday, and he had the fence up. Mm-hmm. He had ordered the new fencing and he actually, he put it up yesterday. I wasn't even expecting it. I got home and he had 
the whole fence back up and and the dog was running around like it was Disneyland yesterday. It was he was so happy. He was playing frisbee. It was like 20 degrees out, but you would think he was running around on the beach. He was so happy. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, uh, obviously we missed Jason this week. Um, Shout out to Jason for putting us that fence. Yep. Yeah, uh, for sure. It was uh, he was kind of telling us about it and and saying like, yeah, uh, I'm really fucking sore. So yeah, <laughs> Which, he was uh, he was jacking it in the yard. It was kind of embarrassing. No, you know, and it's gonna happen. But <laughs> now, how many of the uh, uh, did he use? Like one of those those little like hole digging tools, or did he just drop his dick in the dirt? He dropped his dick in the dirt, nice. for sure. Right. And then the president of the Little League let him jack him off, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he dropped his in the hole. Whoa. Nice cock. It was a busy <laughs> hole. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, this is going in a way different direction than I thought this conversation was going to go. Uh, you know, I mean, I was just giving my husband props for fixing the fence. Well, you know, we always gotta gotta give him props. Horse cock. You know, this is so. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> oh boy. Well, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Good on good on Jason. Uh, obviously, we'll be happy to have him back next week. He's going to be coming back to talk about uh, a terrible pay per view. So. Uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to that. But of course, we have a podcast to discuss and no book to discuss anymore because we finished no. it last week. So uh, this one will probably be a, a, a little bit of a shorter episode of Twat Magic um, until we uh, we kind of figure out maybe something else to fill a little bit of the time on it. Uh, I am I am working I am workshopping some ideas of things we can do, but um, you know every once in a while it's good to uh, to just take a break from too much of the Bellas, and uh, obviously we know that eventually their shitty show will come back. So, um, but it's that time. Here we go! <laughs> I I took notes today. Hey, good. Uh, this one is titled "Living Like an Olympian" with Cheryl Burke. Now, you you may be like, "Oh, they they talk to like an Olymp." No, no, no. She's nope. just a dancer, folks. I don't know where. I never heard them say that. So, and I don't know exactly how you live like an Olympian either, other than like fucking a bunch of people, because apparently that's what happens in the Olympic <laughs> village every year or every four years, I should say. Uh, yeah, Neutrogena is here to clean up your face, because sperm can cause, cog blur, can cause clogged pores. Yup. Yes. Uh, I don't want to brag, but I'm, I'm lucky. I have good skin. Nice. Always have. Nice. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any issues. Although, um, it, I looked it up, it's not very expensive. I mean, you can get the kit, I think, for twenty five dollars. Oh yeah, the Neutrogena shit is is pretty pretty decent. Like it's, but it's, I mean, 
there's better shit you can get. There's definitely better. It's it's. I mean, you are getting what you pay for. Like you're getting a product that's not going to do as good of a job as like a proactive or any of those other kind of things. But you're not also not paying fucking sixty bucks for like a kit. <laughs> you're paying like twenty. So. All right, wait a minute. Can we first talk I, I, before we really get into this? Mm. I have to tell you, I laughed my ass off at that TikTok you sent me today. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying so much that I actually went to his TikTok and I started watching more. He's very funny. Um, it was hilarious. I was like yeah. sending them to my my friend, my nice. coworker, because they were so funny. So, so no problem. So we we have uh, we sort of. Uh, a little peek behind the curtain there. Um, neither of us are are people who make TikToks, but no. we we both have accounts, so we can look at other people's things. Um, I I tend to only try to find the shit that's funny, though. I'm not one to like watch the fucking dancing stuff like that. Like I like am I am I a follower of like Mandy Rose and stuff like that? Yeah, but. Only because sometimes they do more do do funny shit, but most of their shit is just like if if I'm see, if I'm seeing music and she's doing like a choreographed dance routine, I'm skipping it. Because are you saying that, shit, that I don't send you funny shit? No, no, that's that's, that's I'm saying the exact opposite of that. I'm saying I only okay. care about the funny shit. I don't oh, okay. care about like the like the dancing that happened. Like everybody fucking thinks okay. that they're like a, a world class dancer on that thing. It's right. like most of them are not. Only you send funny shit, and I don't. No, 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 not at all. No. All right. I say only watch the funny shit. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and then of course the the two of us now have begun to to search out and send each other funny shit. <laughs> you you are a big fan of the uh, the the chick that does the sign language of de- and shows off how to do <laughs> different swear words. Language, yes. Yeah. Uh, whereas, yeah, I try, I try to find some of those guys that like used to do like the vines and shit like that. I don't always do like the comedy stuff on that. So, yeah, but that, you know, the sign language you can do and nobody knows what you're doing except for you. I'm pretty sure someone's going to figure out what, because <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very, uh, suggestive of what it is. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and say somebody's going to be like, are you making your hands into a vagina right now? <laughs> That's the beauty of sign language is that a lot of their things are very close to like what they're actually trying to say, so you can kind of un- understand some of it. Yeah, yeah, you can understand a little bit of it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we don't. I don't. Uh, we don't have a rundown TikTok. I don't think we ever will because none of our guys will ever do anything on it. So <laughs> if we were actually going to do like bits or, or even just like throw audio of ourselves in there or something like that. Like that would be one thing, but nobody's going to do that. So no. So if, if, if there's one out there that, that, that is us, it's not us. And I'm curious who you're talking to. Uh, <laughs> I find it hard to believe somebody is like pretending to be the rundown. That would be hilarious. First of all. And second, yeah, I don't think anyone's, I don't, I don't think anyone is, unless they lost a bet, nobody's going to pretend to be us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The twat's up and up some sand steer wine, something like that. I don't know. Sand, it's sand steer. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so Cheryl Burke is a dancer and does podcasts and fucks Matthew Lawrence. Yeah, who's not even relevant. He's has never been relevant. Well, he, he was he was in like one show that he was relevant on. That was about it. No, one movie. 
His brother was relevant. Which which movie was he in that he was relevant in? He was he was in Mrs. Doubtfire. That's what I was thinking of. That's right. Yeah. His brother's Joey Lawrence. Yeah, of course. Yeah, his brother is Joey Lawrence, who also not relevant right now, but at least had a bigger career than him. Yeah. So um, now I have his song stuck in my head. Whose song? Joey Lawrence's. Joey Lawrence has a song. Oh my! You've never heard nothing. My love can't fix. <gasps> Stop. I don't think I'd know that now. Oh, see, Matthew Lawrence was on Boy Meets World. And he was in the oh, yeah, hot he chick. Was. That's right. He was. You're right. Uh, shockingly, he is he still consistently has about one to two projects a year. So hmm. there is that. I mean, they're not good things. It's something called Kurt, period, which doesn't sound like a good thing. Uh, Money Plane, The Office Mix-Up, Better Than Love, Desperate Waters, Psycho Granny, <laughs> Are those like on the Hallmark Channel or? Uh, I guarantee you they're not. Yeah, let me see. Better than love. The poster looks like something somebody put together. It's got a five point two out of ten. That's not the worst I've ever seen. Uh, oh, it's him and his little brother Andrew Lawrence too. Um. Uh, yeah, it's an indie flick about opioid use. So that's interesting. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, Psycho Granny was the other one I wanted to look at. Psycho Granny. Lineage of Lies. This is a 4.5 out of 10. There we go. Um, starring Robin Riker, Brooke Newton, and Mary O'Neill. It's a who's who. Who the fuck knows who those people are? We should uh, pick one of those movies and talk about it on the podcast next week. Fuck yes. <laughs> uh, Let's pick Psycho Granny. Yeah, what do we got? The Psycho She Met Online, a TV movie, uh, starring Charity Shea, Chelsea Hobbs, and Yanni Gelman. Um, <laughs> wow! I wouldn't even know where to find these movies. I assume they're on like Tubi TV or something like that. Yeah, so he has not been relevant since 2002 when he was in the hot chick let's put it that way anyway they call uh cheryl burke an og but she joined in the second season which would make her not part of the original cast and not an og well no that she's an og now because she started in the second season that's not original well, she kind of is, because she was in the second season. I mean, they're, what season are they in now? 37. All right. She's a fucking OG, dude. No, like, OGs would be like Tom Bergeron. He was in the first season. Or uh, Bruno Tonioli, whatever the fuck that is. He was in the first season. Right, but the second is, could be... An OG. I mean, it's no, not like. I no, I don't believe it. <laughs> oh my god! It's not. It's not what I would consider to be original. The original would be the first season. So that would be. Okay, if any of these people are still on, uh, Edyatta, Slavinsky, Louis Van Amstel, Jonathan Roberts, Ashley Del Grosso, Charlotte Jorgensen, or Alec Mazo, 
those are OG people, in my opinion. And then whoever, Tom Bergeron and whoever the fellow else fuck he was fingering backstage, it would be like the, in my mind, would be like an OG cast member. But, I mean, I guess we're just going to have a difference of opinion on that, which is fine. I guess we are. She won second and third season and has not won since then, so why do they keep bringing her back? She's got, like, fucking 15 seasons of suck after at this point. Like, you won the, won the second and third season, and this has been downhill since then. Like, you think they'd just be like, yeah, we're done. Really? She hasn't won? She has not won since the first, since the first two, since, since the second and third season. Yep. Wow. That's a long time. That's what I'm saying. Dump her ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are not five minutes into the podcast, and Cheryl quickly drops that she overcame being molested as a kid. Uh, so if you don't know, (laughs) she never really said like what it was. Oh, yeah. Did you hear how she like described it? She, she definitely, I mean, she used the term like, uh, she used the term molested, right? I think is what she said. Well, but she, she, yeah, she didn't like go into detail of it. She, she, well, first it was the mailman and, um, she said she used the word grooming. Yeah. And and said that it was inappropriate, but she never said like what exactly like You know what I mean? Like I don't know what she meant by grooming. Well, so the with that and, and I looked up after mm-hmm. what it was, what you know what she was talking about. Yeah. Um and it said that, you know, he used to make her watch porn. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, that was like the extent of it, but it didn't say anything about, you know, them having any kind of like relationship or anything like that. Yeah. So her autobiography that she put out, um, she said in her autobiography at age five, she was molested by a handyman helping her family, who repeatedly fondled her. Her sister was also abused by the same man, later identified as Jerry DePaulo. She believed it was wrong, but wanted to gain his affection. Burke testified against DePaulo at age six, leading to the molester being sentenced to 24 years in prison, from which he was released in 2008. And she says that she is fearful of DePaulo. So that's from her autobiography. I don't know where this mailman thing came from, because that's not what she claims in the book. She claims it's a handyman. Um, she said mailman, right? She did. I, you I heard that. Okay. I heard that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, so she is shocked that they let him out of prison in 2008. Well, in 2008, he served his time. I'm not. Look, I'm not. I'm not going to defend a pedophile. I'm just going to say the whole thing about prison is to rehabilitate people. So if they deemed him rehabilitated, and as far as we can see, he has not done anything since his release from prison, then it's not shocking that he got released. He got the help that he clearly needed. Um, And uh, yeah, it's so... Yeah, it, to me it was like, ah, you know, uh, ugh. I just looked him up. He's not attractive. Uh, not that I thought he was going to, but um, 
so he fits his job description is what you're saying. Yeah. He, I mean, he's an old dude and um, where's the date on this? I was trying to see if he had done anything else. Um, All right, so I'm just going to go ahead and retract my statement of he hasn't done anything since then. Oh. Uh, because if this, if I'm reading this correct, at the age of 95, he was arrested. Ninety-five. Uh, yeah. Did you say at the age of 95? At the age of 95. This is the like, like sexual offender years. arrest record for Inmaterial DePaula. Like, like 100 minus 5. Yes. 95. Age 95. Uh, address San Mateo County, Redwood, California. Uh, lewd or lascivious acts with children under 14 years of age and continuous sexual abuse of a child. So, Stop uh, it. I don't see the pro I can't see the date on this, but considering that he was 95 when this happened, it had to have just happened like not too long ago, unless he's. Unless he was really old or originally. Um, here's a, a. I don't think. Um, let me see here. Well, if he was retired when this all happened, he had to have been at least what retirement age is at least what sixty five. Yeah. And he was in jail for how long? Uh, 24, 24 years is what they said, yeah. And he well, got he, released when? 2000. Well, he was... Uh, 2008, he got released. That's what it was. So. And it's kind of hard to... It's hard to fucking figure this out. On, like, if he... When that happened, but the fact that it's... I don't know that... Yeah, because he clearly couldn't have been released in <laughs> 2008 after he's 95. Uh... So interesting. Um, yeah. So that was, of course, fun to kind of look up. But uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, I think he's dead now. Oh, it's kind of like I said. It's it's hard to to. See it because it's a there's a lot of like uh nope, that's some difference. Crazy. That's a twenty four year old Brazilian immigrant. I'm pretty sure it's not that. <laughs> well I thought it, I thought it was interesting that she knew Artem like so early in her career that she met him on a street corner. Yeah. He was like her pimp. You know, well, fuck yeah. And they lived together like he ran the brothel. And I thought that was interesting <laughs> that they used to like bang way, way back. Yeah. You know, like they're kind of like Eskimo sisters, I guess, you know, That's hot. there's like no awkwardness there, which I thought was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, there is a. Fabiola DePaulo that I keep coming up here. He's some dude that died from complications of liposuction, and that's what's <laughs> what's that's what's fucking up my Google search. 
Oh no. Um, cause I'm like trying to figure that person did not love themselves. Yeah. Um, again, like there's not a lot on them, which is good because yeah, you don't really want to, you know, uh, do too much on it, but yeah, as, as far as I can tell, like he did something again later. So, but again, it's, it was one of those, it was one of those statements where it's just like, you know, like I get it. It, it happened to you. You don't ever want to see the guy in the street again, but also like the, the judicial system does is it does have an intention to it, whether that works or not. Like sometimes it works and sometimes it works really well. My brother is, is somebody who went through, you know, was, is, is an ex con and he has been great for the past decade, you know? Mm-hmm. Because he doesn't want he doesn't want to be in there anymore. Uh, so sometimes it works. Now his was all drug related stuff, and it was marijuana, which is hardly a drug. Um, but you know, like that's that's the thing is you know, like it's so not a, it's not a drug here. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so, just stuff. yeah, yeah. So she says that when this dude got out of prison, he went up to her father and said to him that he never touched the kids. Now, I can tell you, if this happened to me 24 years later, some guy came up that uh, that my daughter had helped put in prison, I'd be the next person in prison for murder. Yeah, I'd be. Because don't, don't ever fucking come near me again. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I, I am amazed that, one, that this guy was allowed to even come anywhere near any member of the family. Because you, you would have thought that they would that would have been, like, maybe conditions of his release or even... Uh, like to stay away from them. Yeah, just have a restraining order in general. But yeah, mm-hmm. so I don't know that that was kind of crazy to me. It was just like ugh, I don't know that I would have been able to if, if I would have saw this old fucking guy come up to me and be like, "Hey, I remember you. Uh, now you're dead." <laughs> now, before you start thinking that uh, this this whole podcast um, wasn't going to have the the twats being twats. Nikki equates her situation to Cheryl's. Yes. If Cheryl knew what really happened, she probably would not be too pleased with the comparison. Because there's a big difference between five-year-old Cheryl Burke and... And Nikki being a teenage whore. And 17- and 18-year-old Nikki Bella, who had two two separate one-time situations that she may or may not have regretted having sex with somebody or that she put herself into a situation. This is not a five-year-old child with some old creepy guy coming up and, and molesting them. Yeah. And I completely different situations. I could not believe that. I could not believe that. I I was like, I'm like, I wonder if she's going to do it. And then she did it. Oh, she did it. Yeah. It's like, you Fucking asshole. Like, this woman went through serious trauma that she continues to struggle with to this day. Yeah. And this and, is why they mm-hmm. need to take away comments on Instagram. Because somebody like me may go on there and say something. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and this was also the situation where, like, that uh, uh, that plus size model saying like, oh, I, fig- I I learned years later that I was molested. It was just like, uh, it's not the same thing. It's not oh. the same thing. Like, 
this is this is you true. Can't, you can't decide. Yeah, this the what what Cheryl went through is is truly horrifying, and is it is true sexual assault, and you know uh, what Nikki went through is uh, regret. regret and maybe questionable <laughs> in terms of uh, legitimacy of it. Um, but obviously, we we know for a fact that what Cheryl went through happened because there Absolutely. is a person, there is a face yeah. to put to it, and he served time in jail for it over that. So yeah, that's one of those situations where it's just like, oh yeah, there is there is no doubt what this woman has been through. Yeah. So Cheryl does kind of talk about like, oh, the the trauma that she suffered uh, has sort of led to her having addiction issues. And the twats are like, yeah, we have an addiction to, we're addicted to sugar. Because that's totally the same. Totally the same same thing. So, first off, once we got to that point, I just had to make the, the note, there is no structure to this episode at all. It is mm-hmm. complete word vomit. Mm-hmm. It is just like, this story, this story, this story, this, it's so fucking, like, uh, like, completely, like, pinballing around that it's, it's hard to fucking follow. But if you're trying to say that a woman who is an alcoholic due to childhood trauma is the same as you liking to eat cupcakes, like, you're not good people. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. This is this is the the sort of situation because to me, um, I am not somebody who has an addictive personality. I don't typically have those traits to me. Like I smoked cigarettes for a little bit, and it was like then I was just like I'm good, and I just threw them away and just like fucking never went through any kind of withdrawals or anything like that, and just never and I've never had one since. This was back when I was uh, 17. Um, I am somebody that's like, I will I will have a drink or two on the weekends. Right now, I'm not drinking on the weekends. I'm not drinking at all because I'm trying to lose weight. Not an issue at all for me. Now, addiction runs in my family. Um, I, uh, I have lost uh, two grandparents to it. Um, and while I while I'm not the best in terms of like uh, watching my diet, I don't consider that an addiction. I just consider that I don't have the resolve that's oftentimes needed, and and I don't have that kind of like um, the 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 like uh, I try, what is the, what is the word I'm trying to think of? Um, like I, I I just I I don't I don't take care of myself as much as I should. But again, not an addiction, you know. Like like I said, I mean, uh, I'm not addicted to caffeine. I drink caffeine quite a bit, but I'm also super tired and have to keep fucking waking up to kids and stuff like that. But again, like, at any point in time, I could just be like, I'm done, you know. So... The whole like sugar addiction thing, uh, like I like we said said before the episodes are recording. Like I think that uh, everyone t- has way too much sugar in a diet as it is, and that's just the way that things are are made in America right now. You know, mm-hmm. everything has sugar in it. 
You know, it's it's a lot more difficult to find things that are no sugar than I thought it would be. Um, and even even like the stuff that's like no sugar added, it's like, well, there's still in some in it, you know, and it's a, it's it's kind of a diabetic nightmare for a lot of people because people that are like have severe di- diabetes that can't that shouldn't have any fucking sugar at all in their meal. Like it's very hard for them to actually like get to the things that they need, you know, the foods that they need and stuff like that. But again, it's not an addiction. Like, I'm sorry. It's not, you know, um, I understand the, uh, uh, Cheryl Burke or her, uh, typically. Yeah. When you go through some kind of trauma, it sort of like jumpstarts a lot of those kinds of things. And also just the fact that like, um, having to deal with the memories of that and stuff like that, it will oftentimes send people into like, I just need to eradicate my brain at this point. So I don't think about it, you know, yeah. but I can guarantee you that Nikki Bella is not like, Oh, I one time got really drunk and went into a hotel room and like kind of fell asleep. So now I'm addicted to eating Twinkies. Like, no, that's, that's not it. That ain't it. No, yeah, <laughs> no absolutely. Yeah. Cheryl says Filipino people can't show emotion. That's racist. <laughs> well, I mean, she's part Filipino, so I suppose she can get away with it. I mean, uh, you know. It, and then she, she kind of cleared it and was like, well, not all Filipino people. And yeah. I think maybe she was sick. Well, she, then she specifically said her mom. Yeah, it was a lot of backtracking. It was almost like she realized, it's like, oh, that could be kind of misconstrued as being an asshole. To yeah. say that, like, Filipino people can't show emotion. It's like, yeah. no, no. I mean, if it's anything, it would be the the culture uh, tells them not to show emotion. Which, that I believe. Because we have that same issue in America where men are not, not supposed to show emotion. You know, and, uh, like, I am emotion, an emotional person. But I am you know, looked at as less of a man because maybe I've cried, I've cried in the past month, you know? Um, so I, like I said, totally get that. But yeah, the, the, the broad statement of throwing out this is like, mm, that's not it either. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Maybe like, if you want to specifically say like, my mother doesn't show emotion. It was the race she was raised. Like, that's fine. That is an, a valid statement, <laughs> you know? Um, I just realized that you have the, Thing for Patty's Pub from It's Always Sunny as your background. Yes, well, uh, we are... It just dawned on me just now. We are recording this on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, so if you if you wind up hearing this uh, on St. Patrick's Day, top of the morning to you, cunts. Uh, but otherwise, uh, hopefully you're not too hungover uh, as you listen to this Thursday morning. I'm so stupid. I just realized it now. Yep, yep. I oh used to have... Yeah. Look around <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I used to actually have a, a shirt, uh, a T-shirt of it too, uh, but now I'm a I'm a big fat man, so I I didn't fit into it anymore, so I had to uh, ditch it. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm been a huge Sunny in Philadelphia fan for a long time. Me and Jason go back and forth a lot with a lot of the jokes in there, and none of the other hosts get what we're saying. So yeah. <laughs> so then again, I am trying really hard not to. Not to insult this woman too much, because I understand what she's about. Meditate, Troy. Well, if Cheryl Burke doesn't meditate, she gets migraines. 
No, you don't. I have actually <laughs> have something for Cheryl Burke if she has a migraine. Oh, yeah? We can talk about it later, though. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> is it a possibility that she might get a headache from not meditating? Possibly a headache. And probably only because of the stress. A migraine is a completely different thing than a headache. Uh, if uh, My guess is that it's a stress headache. Yes, yes, which are, is also very different from a just normal general headache or a sleepy headache or a tension headache. Or, there are so many different things, and unless you actually have dealt with like a migraine before, like the boat, like the two of us have, like, you know, the difference <laughs> and, uh, you know, very quickly when you are going to have a migraine because <laughs> yeah. you start, you start to get that like, Oh, so, uh, we're just going to stab the back of my right eyeball today. Okay. I, I, all right. I see this is going to be a fun night. <laughs> or yeah. you see the floaters or the mm. flashes of light or yes. You know. Yeah, yeah. So again, like I said, she she mostly because she's not dealing with her stress is probably just dealing with a stress headache, not a migraine, but way to just like make it fucking seem worse than it actually is. Well, she could go to Nurix dot com. She could also go to GoFuckYourself dot com too if she wanted to. Well. You know, Nurix.com. Did you go to this website? I did not. I did. But would you like to know that they do so much more than just migraines, Troy? They can help you with your oral herpes, your genital herpes. Oh, gosh. Your STIs, your HIV prep, your emergency contraception, your birth control, your acne, and your HPV testing. Nice. Um... Choose from the patch, pill, ring, or shot. There's a, there's a shot. Yeah. I'm not, that's I'm, right, Troy. I've known the other things. I don't. People actually choose to take a shot instead of those are the choices. Uh, of what? For the birth control? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Depro Provera shot, yeah. But you, you choose to take a shot instead of swallowing a pill? <laughs> a shot you only have to get like every three months. Oh, okay. Okay, then I then I understand that. I thought for, for some reason I thought that was like daily. I don't know why my brain went to that way. Yeah, every three months is the shot. Um, I'm I'm at the I'm at the site right now. I would not have known uh, the name of it because when you said Nurex, I, I put an E in it and there's no E. No. Um, but it's N U R X, which to me says Nurex, not Nurex, but sure. Uh, <laughs> also, there's no. What the hell? There's no... Oh, there it is. They have, like, the the little scrolly thing or whatever like that, and I didn't realize there's no scroll thing on the bottom. Wait, I, this is just birth control. I thought you said there was something else. No. Get out of here. Go to nurx.com. Oh, never mind. There it is. Migraine treatments. Acne little treatment. boxes for every... You can pick whatever you want. Because I went on to check out the migraine... Op, to look at the migraine stuff, and I was like, holy mm. crap. I didn't realize there was so much stuff. Yeah. Okay. Treatment plans, treatment pricing. Uh, occasional migraines. 
25 to 40 dollars a month frequent migraines 55 to 70 dollars a month uh, and frequent tension headaches 30 dollars a month that is if you have insurance by the way and if your insurance covers any of this because um, there's I go to my doctor once a year mm-hmm. sometimes twice. Although I do pay for a prescription, my prescription that works is actually forty dollars. Yeah. A month. So it is kind of expensive. Okay, so hmm. How but soon that's to prevent my migraine? I'm sorry, how soon can you get plan B? You have to take that like Within 48 hours of, of um, oopsie getting cream pie. <laughs> well, plan B, you don't even need a doctor. You can just go to the you can just go to the pharmacy and buy it. And it's literally the stuff that you could buy at the pharmacy is on their yeah. page. Yeah, you don't have to get a prescription anymore. You can just go and get it. Like be like, oh hey, Mister Pharmacist, can I have a can I have a plan B? This is so stupid. Do you offer overnight delivery? Unfortunately, we do not offer overnight delivery. In order to make sure that you are able to get emergency contraceptives as quickly as possible, we will send the prescription to your local pharmacy of your choice for you to pick up. You don't need that. You could just you buy it. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you could just get it off fucking Walgreens shelf. Yeah. What? That is so dumb. This, the, that, okay. The other stuff I'm sure is, is great and that's awesome. Don't buy I'm fucking the the morning after pill from Nurex or Nurx, whatever it's fucking you called. Know what else because... you can do? You can take double birth control. You can do that too instead. Typically shouldn't do that, but you. But okay, that is. <laughs> you should definitely not do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like what? How fucking weird, dude. Um, but hey, you know what? Bree's never met a mean person who likes to meditate. You know what? I've met a lot of mean assholes that like to meditate. All right. Oh, I should. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a miserable bastard. Um, I've 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 tried to meditate. It's just not my thing. Um, I can't sit still that long. That wasn't that wasn't my issue. Honestly, it just didn't it it didn't give me like that uh, that like relief that people were talking about. You know, it didn't like clear my head like it should have. I can't focus long enough. I have too much shit in my head. Right. Yeah. I got, I got too much anxiety for meditation to work on me, I don't think. Or it just or maybe I just wasn't doing it the right way. I don't know. Either way. My mantra is I got shit to do. I don't got time for this. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, more ac- acne medication and another commercial for almonds before we get back into the episode. Right? Like, what is it with the nuts, man? I don't, I don't get it because it's, um, so uh, I, I listened to it enough now to realize that it's California almonds, but California almonds isn't a brand. Like it's, it's literally just almonds from, from California. So that commercial is just like the California board being like, Hey, uh, Tell people about our almonds, which is so fucking weird. Um, but one of one of my favorite places to uh, to get any kind of uh, nuts from is nuts.com. Not a sponsor, but I, I would I would be willing to do it. 
Uh, we get uh, like a dark chocolate covered espresso beans from them. And you can, as I can see here, California almonds uh, are definitely uh, something. And they even have ones that are covered in colorful pastel candy coating. So there you go. But again, like I said, it's 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 such a weird sponsor. It's just like but you're not doing sugar. So no, I know. It's not for me. The other thing too, <laughs> but that's my wife is is a big one of those. I I can't right now. Um, <laughs> I I was looking at at because uh, they do have some sugar free options on there as well, but it also said. Consuming too many of these will cause a laxative effect, and I'm like, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, I'll I'll stick that. I'll stick with my normal unsalted almonds that have no sugar in them, and, and you can keep your weird fucking laxative uh, candies. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, but again, like I said, it's 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 a weird ad because it's like there's no real call to action in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like at least with the with the acne medications, like go and check out this website. Like it's literally I just like if we can get an ad for like from like Wisconsin for cheese. I maybe like I, eat some cheese. You know, I wonder yeah. if like you can get us something like that. I I can definitely try. I don't think that they're in need of advertising. <laughs> well, I'm sure almonds aren't. No, well, okay, I mean, it's specifically from California. Maybe that's like maybe they're in like a, a turf war with like you, Nevada almonds or something. <laughs> <laughs> do you have almonds in your house? Uh, yeah. I do too. Yeah, I I eat almonds. My uh, yeah, that's yeah, I get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's time to talk about fucking Joy Lawrence's less famous brother. So they're like. Hey, uh, how did you meet uh, Joey Lawrence's less famous brother? Yeah. And Cheryl's like, well, I got this haircut for season two. And I was like, did did the episode skip? Like, did did my phone fuck? What what what? Why are we talking about haircuts now? I know. Like, how was that relevant? I don't know because she went really in depth into it. Like, is it because it was so bad that he found her attractive, anyways? <laughs> Maybe, but like she didn't explain that. But yeah, so she met him on the set of Dancing with the Stars when uh, his famous brother was on there, because apparently he was just hanging out. Because of course he was. Uh, and then they they fucked for a while before Cheryl moved on to another dick. Uh, but then they met up a few years later and started fucking around again. And this time they stayed together as they actually were married uh, almost three years ago. Mm-hmm. Which, if you if you look at the timeline, like it's a long time that they've known each other because that first season was what, 15 years ago, 16 years ago, something like that. Yeah. They had a big long break. Yeah. So and a psychic told them they were going to get back together with an ex. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cheryl says she doesn't want to think about kids until she moves, which my question was, is like, is she like living in, her parents' house, like the house that she got molested in, is that what she's talking about? Or did I miss something on why there's like bad memories in the house she currently lives in? It kind of seems that way, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, I was like, because she didn't explain like where she lives, and then she, but she just was like, well, I want to, I want to move before I have kids. It's like, what a weird like fucking she's thing. Living in the same place she lived in when she met Artem, like it kind of seems that way. Yeah, which. I guess maybe it is her parents' house, and 
And uh, this, so if, if that's the case, I understand. But also, like, dude, you're like 38. Why are you still living in a place that you have bad memories? Like, you have the money to move. <laughs> just, like, just do it. But then she says that her husband is there and has reptiles. Like, why would he want to live in your parents' house? Yeah. Um, this doesn't make sense. Let's see. No, she has a different. It's, it's it's not her parents' house. It's an actual like house that she she bought and moved into. So I don't get. She didn't explain it at all. What what the issue with the house was? Because I'm looking at it now. It's like 2009. Dancer Cheryl Burke buys Hollywood Hills home. So clearly, it's not her parents' house. It's some fucking oh Jesus Christ one thousand or one million two hundred ninety five dollars. Fucking Los Angeles Times, you fucking suck. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, if if the the, the Bellatones actually knew how to fucking be podcast hosts, they would have been like, "Could you elaborate on what the fuck you're talking about? Like, you don't like the fact that you live in a mansion? Is that what the issue is? I don't know. It's weird." Uh, so Troy, could you yeah. tell me if they're gonna have kids? Are they gonna have kids? Did they decide? Well, it's not it's not up to them because as the Bellas put it, uh, God puts babies into people when the time is right. Because, you know, I guess it was the right time for that fifteen year old in high school to have a kid, right? Now when Cheryl asked them, did did they plan their kids? And they both said, Nope. They're both Which, accidents. They were both accidents. Loud and proud. Yes. At least that's what they are saying. We also have have called into question a lot of what's been going on with that, where it it, it seemed like there was definitely a concerted effort to have kids at the same time. Yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Cheryl says that she sells her body to make a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twats who complain about their own weight. Complain about people talking about their weight. And then Cheryl complains about people saying she was putting on weight. Here's the thing, okay? Your job is to be a dancer and to be a model. So your job is to look good, okay? My job is not to look good so I can be a fat sack of shit. Complaining when people are like, hey, you're not doing your job because look at you is ridiculous. Like, you can't say, I sell my body to make a living, and then complain when people are being like, you're looking a little chubby there. Like, that's your job, right? You, you said it, she said it herself. Her job is to look good. Mm-hmm. So when you stop looking good, like, it's the same thing, like, People can right now slam Matt Damon for being a little chunkier there and having a dad bod. It's like, yeah, because he's an actor and his job is to look good, <laughs> you know. So this whole thing of like, oh, those, uh, like, I, I, I get the like hesitation to say like you're an actor, you should understand what you're getting into, but there is an aspect of that of like, you know, like uh, uh, we, we're talking about like professional wrestlers, like. Their job is to go out there and look good and to wrestle good, you know? And 
when they sit there and fucking somebody comes back and you're like, oh my god, they have just stopped working out, it, it's going to show. And people are going to be like, Jesus Christ, because they, they, they need to see that you can actually be believable. So, so fucking weird. Here's the other thing. So we get back on the Instagram debate on likes and comments. Here's a fucking thought. Delete your Instagram. If you don't like people making comments on your posts, don't make posts. Because you clearly like the attention. Like, what What are you doing it for, then? If not so you can get attention. If you are, are putting out pictures of yourself just because you want a bunch of people to be like, oh, you're so beautiful and stuff like that, that's vanity, first of all. <laughs> and second of all, like... Of course you're going to have people being like, look at this fat coward or like that, because they're trying to fuck with you because you're clearly seeking attention. Like, you go to... Well, you can't, but... If you if you were to see my Facebook, it's barely me. Because I, I don't need people to be like, you're looking good there, buddy, or like that. Because first of all, I know they're lying. Second of all, like, it's, it's, not, it's just not my character to be like, I want people to tell me I look pretty. You know, like... No... You you get what you put into it. And if you just put a bunch of pictures of yourself and be like, look at me and love me, you're going to get people to be like, fuck you. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Like, it's so ridiculous where it's just like, so the platform should change, not your expectations or not the fact that you could just not use the platform. Mm-hmm. Like, get rid of the comments. Like, well, if I get rid of the comments then yeah, then all you're going to see is people liking your stuff, and you're going to be like, look, all these people think I'm beautiful. Like, that is some fucking vain-ass shit right there. Well, then there needs to be a dislike button. Exactly, yeah. So, they discuss being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and they try, or, or they complain about having to try to get a stylist to come and not make them look like hags. In 16 days. In 16 days. But didn't they complain last year that they couldn't be inducted into the Hall of Fame because of the pandemic? Yes. Well, this is the thing, is they are being inducted via Skype. So they're going to be in their own homes in front of a fucking, so, their, their computers or like that. So why do they need a stylist? Exactly. But <laughs> they need a stylist because they are going to be shown in their homes Except or doing their acceptance speech. Yeah, it's Probably, ridiculous. Like looking like from the waist up, like us. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Well, they, that's the thing is they is they want someone to do their hair and they they want to wear a fucking dresser and like that. That's all. That's all it is. They need someone to do their makeup and something. Even though they have a fucking makeup company, and they could easily nobody does except for them. Who cares? Because they want, because they want their fans to be like, you guys look so beautiful in your Hall of Fame speech. Like, yeah. First of all, most people are not fucking watching. Second of all, it's like you do realize that, like, after they're done talking to you, they're gonna show like X Pac. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you're, you like, yeah. I mean, Molly Holly is is a very natural beauty to her. And it's like, so I guess maybe that's your competition. But again, it's just like most of Again, most of the fans are not watching for you idiots. They're watching because like DX is going in and you know, or or hey, you know, there's a fucking uh it's gonna be I don't I don't know. They haven't announced anyone else this year, but you know, it's gonna be one of those situations where it's like 
they're not watching it for you. And you're going to be on for maybe fucking five minutes doing your acceptance yeah. thing, and that's it. So. Yeah. They ask, what is next for Cheryl? And then she blathers on about some dumb shit. She didn't really say what was next for her. She's just like, I want to, like, inspire a generation of people and, and like, continue to be successful. It was so, it was so like, so you really are just like, I'm just going to keep dancing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so then they talk about the Cheryl Burke masks. Uh, they do give the, the website. I did look they're, at them. They're expensive. They are $16 face masks that are not N95 masks. They are just cloth ones. Yeah. So, number one, they're not medical-grade masks. They're pretty, but... Number two, they're $16. Yeah. And then there was, like, that full pack for $99. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Good God. Like, this is what the world has come to. Yeah. Like you want a sparkly mask. <laughs> so here, so here's the thing. Um, you know, my my daughter recently went uh, uh, went back to um, to physical school. Mm-hmm. So I got her a bunch of, uh, or, or I got her her five masks that she could you know wear one each day and, and wash it every day. Mm-hmm. I got them all like personalized like it says her fucking name on the front of it like there's a spider-man one with his face and then her name on his side whatever like that oh that's awesome each one of those personalized with her name on it eleven dollars a piece yeah that's so much better (laughs) it's like or you can just get one that has a design on it for sixteen (laughs) dollars for five dollars more yeah exactly so I mean, yeah, it's just looking around, like, yeah, there's, here's a, here's a, uh, 100% cotton reusable face masks, a 50 count of them, for fifty six dollars. <laughs> Literally a buck and a few cents a piece for the face masks. Yeah. Yeah, face masks should not be that expensive, especially because it's like most of them are just fucking like cloth cutouts. Like, yeah, you're gonna spend fucking almost as much as a t-shirt on something that's the size of a bikini. It's time for Q and A. Yeah, it's time for Q and A. Probably the most applicable name we've ever heard I had on the show at the Bella's Stan. Uh, asks what Cheryl's favorite story to tell in her book was. I was originally going to make a joke. She made it for me because she says her favorite story to tell from the book is the one about getting diddled by the handyman. I literally, as soon as that question was asked, I typed out, I probably was the one about getting diddled as a handyman. And then she was talking, I'm like, I'm just going to delete that front part, because she literally said that that was her favorite story to tell. All right. (laughs) As soon as they asked that, I was like, oh, good. Troy's going to read a book review. (laughs) Oh, you know I am. (laughs) Uh, Well, we've got one more question, and then we'll we'll get to it. Um, Which, it was just a question about doing Dance Moms. And then, like, Cheryl kind of claimed that the chick from Dance Moms was a cunt. Oh my god, have you ever seen that? 
No, I haven't because I, I, I haven't like <laughs> officially like watched it, like watched it, like watched it like a, a fan, but I've God. seen like bits and pieces and apparently she was like this ginormous cunt, like huge, like would yell at them and like was awful to the mm. girls. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, so she talks about um, like having the people uh, or watching these kids like fall out of love with dancing. Um, and yeah, so, uh, but she said she just essentially tried not to scar the kids. Um, good luck. Uh, then Nicole says that she loved, loved that show and the show Toddlers and Tierras. Of course she did. Which is another show I refuse to watch. I have never watched that. I have seen enough of the uh, commercials and stuff like that to know that it's not great. Um, okay, so let me see here. So her autobiography, Dancing Lessons, How I Found Passion and Potential on a Dance Floor and in Life, which is, by the way, a terrible fucking title. Um, <laughs> the inside story of the life of Cheryl Burke, TV star, dancer, choreographer, and two-time champion of the top-rated TV hit series Dancing with the Stars. So it is 256 pages, so she went to the uh, Bellows School of Autobiography Writing, mm-hmm. um, published by Wiley? I've never heard of that before. Um you know, just gotta fuck up my my Amazon recommendations when I when I look for shit for this fucking podcast because now I've got like Jennifer Lopez's fucking autobiography <laughs> and my thing. Um, so uh, some of the reviews that we've got. Um, I tried very hard with this book, but. Superficially can only go so far, except maybe in dancing with dance with the stars. Nice, nice job. Uh, plus, there is a glaring error fact. Paragraph one, page twenty-five. The charges against Tom Delay for money laundering were eventually dropped. Well, according to Google, Mister Delay was sentenced to three years in prison. <laughs> okay, so this guy took a, a lot of offense to that that uh, that thing. Who's Tom Delay? Is that somebody that? Is that somebody... I mean, it's got to be someone important to her, right? It's Tom DeLay. Um, uh, let me see. He is former politician. Oh, there you go. Um, what does he have to do with, uh, with her? Let me see if I can find if she's even in here somewhere. Um, oh, man. Oh, he was a participant in the ninth season of Dancing with the Stars and was oh. paired with Cheryl Burke. <laughs> so that's what it is. So, so he was sentenced to two, three years, but she's like, well, he was my partner, so the charges were dropped. Uh, I love Dancing with the Stars and never miss an episode. I was looking forward to Cheryl's book. What a waste. The writing is comparable to a fifth grade level. I, nice. teach, el- I teach elementary school, I know. Besides the simple writing, it alternates between boring and egotistical. The only good part of the book was the forward by Tom Bergeron. I read on some websites that she only inserted the molestation chapter to increase sales. I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I read it in more than one place. A sad excuse of the book. 
I'm not gonna go and say that far. I don't. I don't know any of the validity behind that statement, but yeah. Yikes. Uh, I mean, it's it's also the exact reason why the the Bellas put or why Nikki put hers in there, right? Yep. The subject of the book is incredibly fabulous. A gorgeous woman and fantastic dancer, maybe the best dancer of all of the Dancing with Stars bros. But the book is shallow and poorly written, and why does every celebrity writer feel the need, feel that their biographies must include the boilerplate molestation tale? Oh boy. (laughs) These stories pose no assistance to anyone who has suffered such abuse and is frankly presumptuous of any author to think otherwise. It's an okay book. Well, there, now now we're getting to <laughs> the real ones. Uh, a few issues with this book I have. One, Cheryl is too young to write an autobiography. What's too young to write an autobiography? Well, she's 37. She's 37. She wrote this book uh, 10 years ago, so when she was 27. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it is a little too young to write an, an autobiography when you've barely reached. You, you haven't even reached like a quarter of your life at that point. So, okay, I, 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 I stand by that. I understand she has led an interesting life in her 20-something years. I guess I could have just read the next fucking sentence. Uh, <laughs> but she doesn't have an incredible wisdom of the reader, or for the reader. She was, according to the book, sexually abused when she was younger, and those details may inspire some people. But I felt even that part of the book lacked impact. I wish she had a more inspiring way to tell how she overcame that. But I felt she's, she sort of just went past that whole scenario way too fast. Well, we kind of kind of caught that on the podcast too, where she didn't seem to really want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, her mother, though, seems like an incredible woman. The best parts of the book were when she described her mother and her mother's life. No disrespect to Cheryl, but her mother's biography to me sounds far more interesting than this book was. The stories about Dancing with the Stars don't cover much that you can't already guess as a viewer. It was obvious to me that Chad Ochocinco was crazy about her, and there was something going on between these two when they were partnered. There. Or when they were, when they were partnered, was on the show. That's great English, there, buddy. Um, one thing that truly bothered me in the book was when she said that the charges against her ex-partner, politician Tom Delay, were dropped. They were not. Apparently, that was a sticking point for a lot of people. Wow. <laughs> he is still out on bail, pending an appeal. Well, this was back written back in 2013, but anyways, it bothered me that no one caught the fact that before sending this to print. Overall, I think Cheryl should stick to dancing. Not writing. Awesome. Love it. Love everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So if you want to read a shallow book, go ahead and read that shit. Um, Otherwise, uh, yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. So anything else to to say? No. um, We have, not that I'm not about, you know, Women's empowerment, but yes, because I obviously I am. Yes, but these these interviews are killing me. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, I mean we we talked about it last week. You know, we talked about it with the the plus size model with with her scamming people, and then just kind of pretending that that didn't happen. So, yeah, there's definitely better people out there that they could get for. uh, I mean, they seem to do a little bit better research on Cheryl, I think. Yeah. Um, Stuff was a little bit more accurate and 
they seem to know a little bit more about her. Um, but just the fact that they just, it's not very well organized and put together and they talk about themselves so much and, and make the person that they're interviewing, make them, I, I don't know if she actually felt this way, but to me, like less important, like they put them in a place where their issue was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. They, it, the show is the Bellas podcast and yeah. any, any of their guests are just served so that they can be a jumping off point for their own stories. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of it. And like we said, I mean, there was no, there was no reason at all to try to relate what Cheryl went through as a kid to what Nikki went through. There's no reason no whatsoever. No. No way. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we'll we'll get to either just an episode that doesn't have any guests, or we'll get to an episode that maybe has a guest that actually is worth a damn. Because so far uh, we I haven't. I hope we just that. have a bunch of like Bella brains with Brian. There you go. You know, I actually thought about uh, potentially us. Uh, me making you do a Bella Brains episode. Oh or Jesus! I would make Put you do. I would make you do random trivia, but uh, I decided there's not really any any gain for you on that because, <laughs> like, you're not competing against anybody. No. Unless we brought like Jason down to do it with you. Oh, see, he's like super smart. He intimidates me a lot. <laughs> so he knows like a whole lot about everything. And about random shit, like he, I don't know. I don't know where he, he has so much useless shit in his head. Yeah. I would have to, boy. I have have a lot more, like, I don't want to say, like, that he's dumb, because he's not. But he has useless information. Yeah, and. I have. (laughs) other information in my head there you go you know and and sadly it would it would actually be uh it would, like that's probably ooh. different information yeah yeah and i think that, that if i started doing trivia for you guys i mean one i wouldn't do wrestling trivia because he would have the obvious advantage on that so it would probably be just like random trivia and he would probably do you know really good um but i could just do things like um, uh, question three in season two of Grey's Anatomy, episode four. Uh, what what did the patient have that Bailey treated in that episode? <laughs> and just see if maybe maybe you would be like cystic fibrosis, and, <laughs> and he would be like, "What's a what now?" No, he would probably yell at something that House would diagnose. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, then it would be lupus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or amyloidosis or yeah. something along those lines. Oh, what was the other one that needed? Lupus was obviously the joke all the time, but there was another one that, that was like a go-to on that show a lot. Um, Legionnaire's disease. Yes, that's, yeah, Legionnaire. That's what I was saying. I was thinking Lou, Lou Gehrig's disease. I'm like, no, it's Although not that. I have to tell you, my dad... <laughs> He was diagnosed with amyloidosis, and I honestly thought they were joking. Yeah. I was like, I was like, stop it! 
I'm were, like, you, right? were you like, that's not a real thing, right? That's just on a I'm show. Like, I'm like, that's, I'm like, no way this is real, right? No. I'm like, you're kidding. I'm like, that's not real. I'm like, don't, didn't they just make that up? Yeah. And then I looked it up. I was like, holy crap, it's a real thing. It's it's so fun not to go. But it's on for, like very rare. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very funny with uh, a lot of those shows because like I I loved House, but there's so many other shows that I just won't watch because they're procedurals, and it's like, well, House was a procedural, <laughs> and it's also like uh, um, I do like a lot of those like Monster of the Week kind of shows, and it's like that's essentially what like a Grey's Anatomy or a House or anything like that is. Anyways, it's it's essentially just a Monster of the Week thing. Yes, they have like an. an a through narrative on a lot of it of like the actual main characters, but mostly it's like, all right, new episode, new problem. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna how long I'm gonna stick with Grey's Anatomy, Troy. It it's um it's bad. Are have the, have they not canceled that show yet? Troy, it's so bad. <laughs> I it it's not good. Like I don't. I don't know what direction they're trying. I'm afraid of the direction, the way it's going. It's not good. Jesus Christ. Like, so Meredith is like still unconscious on a ventilator from with COVID. Like it's not good. Oh boy. So here, so here's the thing. Now that the show has been going on for, uh, this is like seeing Derek on the (laughs) beach. Didn't like he die like, like six years ago? <laughs> well, it's like she's seeing him because he's dead. Yeah, like but he saw she saw George. George is dead. You know, she's seeing all these dead people in her on the beach. They've been dead for like a decade. <laughs> I know. Like she's talking to them. The show still gets five and a half million people watching it every her, week. Her ex died. Last week, she had she an saw ex. Him. <laughs> yes, she had and another her, person. Yeah, Doctor Deluca. Oh boy, he died last week. She saw him. He Sorry. got up, stopped talking to her, ran to his mom. He died last week. Who he the got fuck? stabbed. Who the fuck is Doctor Deluca? Well, he was one of the newer ones. Bancomo Giannotti. I don't know who that is. <sighs> That's because he was newer. He was like only been on it for like this season or two seasons. Um, but the shit's not good. Okay, so uh, I I used to watch, I used to watch this shit. So let me let me see what we got now. Uh, okay, so Meredith Grey, no. Uh, okay, that person's gone. That person's gone. You're gonna know Richard Meredith. Um, you'll know. Bailey, and that's probably it. Okay, yeah, I see all those people are are in there. Um, Everyone else is gone. Uh, that one's gone. Um, Kim Raver, I don't know who that is. Sarah, you may know her from Twenty Four. Oh, so that Teddy Altman. I, I was reading yeah. the wrong thing. Uh, don't know that. Uh, April Kepner, I vaguely remember. Uh, Jackson Avery, I remember because it's J.C. Williams. Uh, Joe Wilson, don't know. Uh, Amelia Shepard, no idea. Maggie Pierce, no idea. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Duluca, no idea. Levy Schmidt, Tom Corral, I, I don't know any of these people. Um, what happened to, uh, 
This is turned into the Grey's Anatomy podcast now. Uh, what happened to uh, Kevin McKidd? He's still there. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I know, I know, I know Kevin McKidd. I love Kevin McKidd. Yeah. So. Owen Owen Hunt is still there. Nice. Uh, Sandra O, oh, uh, who I remember from the show, she's been great in uh, um, in the new show. She's in uh, Killing Eve. Although that yeah, she she needs to come back and save the episode. <laughs> well, she's gonna be she's gonna have time on her hands now because that show's uh, got one last season and it's done. So, yeah, shut up. Yeah, they they announced it today that the uh, the next season's last. So. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. It's kind of a bummer. I like that show, so I don't I don't care if she goes back to Christmas or not. I'm I'm sorry, but this sounds like it's it's. Everything is going to be aligned now. If she comes back, that would be amazing. Nice. And she saves Meredith. Nice. But like what? Like mouth to mouth? Or I like, don't know, but or, saves her somehow. Or clamped clam? Maybe. I don't care how she does it. But th- they need to be back together. Dance it out. 30 second dance party. Tequila. Nice. Like old times. Nice. All right. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Uh, thank you uh, all for listening to Talk Magic and Lisa. Why don't you send us on home? Join us next week to find out what's up with these cunts. Bye bye. Bye. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host, Adam, on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>